Welcome to Right to Life of Michigan's Life Beat. I'm your host today, Chris Gast. Today we are going to do a feature uh, about Planned Parenthood, but still joining us for a team effort is Anna Visser and Grace Hemmeke. Ladies, happy Friday. Happy Friday. Um, so uh, it's a feature this week. We're going to cover Planned Parenthood's annual report, and we're going to talk about you know the money they make and where they spend it and what, what other stuff could we get from the annual report, what are they wanting to say, all these kind of deeper, interesting, even entertaining points. Um, but let's start off with kind of like the bottom line here of the annual report, which is there's a tendency to look in this issue of abortion as it's a political issue, it's something we argue about, it's something we cut election ads about, but it's a human issue. And the bottom line of Planned Parenthood's annual report from 2020 to 2021 is that in one single year, Planned Parenthood took the lives of 383,460 babies. 383,460 lives. That's a lot. That is a whole lot. What? Yeah, it, it, it's hard. To, what do you want to say about it? I think um, it's, it's. I don't know. You hear numbers like that, and it's like hard to wrap your mind around a little bit. It is. Especially when you, when you hear often 63 million babies have been aborted since Roe v. Wade and, I don't know. It is. So one way that we can wrap our mind around it is to make some comparisons. And um, we actually have an article on our website you can read. Uh, and we'll start off. The header of the article is Planned Parenthood Deadlier Than COVID. Uh, not, not a light comparison to be made, but think about this. So COVID has impacted everybody in various ways. If you don't know someone that was, most of us have had it. Uh, some of us were very ill. Some of us died. Uh, all of us know someone that was, you know, impacted by it in some way. And we were all impacted, you know, what we did going to school, going to work, um, what we're still dealing with today, the vaccines, the election. It, it consumed It was, it was lives. a big deal. Right. Yeah. It consumed lives. And according to the CDC in 2020, 350,831 people died from COVID in America in 2020. Um, and that's a, that's a lot. But you think about Planned Parenthood doesn't, even Rights Life of Michigan doesn't consume our lives the way COVID can. I mean, you just can't operate that way. But Well, why doesn't this large number that's larger than the deaths of COVID consume our lives? That's right, because we can't see the victims. Right. They're in the womb. Uh, we can pretend they don't exist. We can pretend we can pretend they aren't even human beings. Uh, and so some people want to celebrate it. So, yeah, COVID killed 351,000 people in 2020. Planned Parenthood killed 383,000. If you counted Planned Parenthood as a cause of death in America, Planned Parenthood would be the number three cause of death in America behind uh, heart disease and cancer. In 2020, COVID would be number four, and then accidents would be number five at 200,000, and then 
stroke would be number six at 160,000. So um, Planned Parenthood is the number three cause of death in America, and they, which we'll get into in a minute. They get tons of taxpayer funding. They're the leaders of the abortion industry. Um, they're the ones helping lead this constitutional amendment fight for Proposal 3 in Michigan. And, um, you know, Planned Parenthood is the reason that, <laughs> not the sole reason, but a major reason that America is seeing demographic decline and Michigan is shrinking. Mm-hmm. Um, you look at all the abortions that have happened that Planned Parenthood has helped play a role in. Here's some other ways to compare uh, Planned Parenthood's deadliness. And so these are some things that I thought up. I, either A, you know, I'm a history buff, so thinking about things in history that when you think a lot of people died. Um, but two, some things that we're dealing with in the news, uh, some of which, you know, we are told as citizens that we have to drop everything that we're doing and address. Um, so Planned Parenthood is deadlier than the Axis powers in World War II. For Americans, uh, the Germans, the Japanese, and the Italians killed 291,557 Americans in combat in World War II from 1941 to 45. That's less than Planned Parenthood's 383,000. Uh, you think about the Civil War, uh, there were 364,511, our best you know, estimate. Union soldiers who died from 1861 to 1865. So Planned Parenthood is deadlier than the Confederacy. Uh, you know, not to take a side on all of the statues that were being pull, pulled down or anything re- remotely related to a figure uh, in the South uh, during the Civil War. But, I mean, up until a few months ago, Margaret Sanger who led all this was celebrated by Planned Parenthood. They gave an award out in her name. Uh, the people who promote abortion in popular culture, you know, their names aren't being pulled down and erased from history, they're celebrated. But abortion has killed more people, more Americans than the Confederacy, killed Union soldiers. Climate change. Climate change is always on the news. We're told it's an existential threat to humanity uh, according to the World Health Organization, climate change could kill an additional 250,000 people a year uh, from like 2030 to 2050. So in the next couple of years, the World Health Organization is saying 250,000 people will die a year because of climate change. Um, I'm surprised they even care about care about the, what? care about the 250,000. Right. And then, but Planned Parenthood kills more people than climate change. Maybe we should drop everything we're doing and drastically reshape our economy to deal with Planned Parenthood. Um, Vladimir Putin. No one likes Vladimir Putin anymore. You know, I I was young and I'm old enough to remember he being hosted on Meet the Press by Tim Russert and given a Red Wing, a Detroit Red Wings jersey years ago. I'm old enough to remember the celebration of Vladimir Putin. Think we're too young to. I think know you're that too young to. He was ever that. celebrated, but he was celebrated, and I think President, uh, not to get too political, but I think President George W. Bush said, "I looked into his eye and I saw a man with a soul," or uh, something like that. 
well, he's hmm. the villain of the hour. How many people have died in this Ukraine war that the United States government is spending, you know, billions of dollars on and it's consumed, it's consumed a lot of news. It's kind of out of the news now. Um, but according to uh, the Ukrainian government estimates, the latest that I could find, uh, there's about 93,000 total deaths combining both the, you know, Ukraine and Russia, um, civilians and soldiers. So this war as of this week has claimed about 93,000 lives on both sides of the conflict. And Planned Parenthood has killed four times that many babies in America. Are we gonna spend billions of dollars to address Planned Parenthood? Is everyone gonna put We're a gonna pro-life spend flag in their profile? to help them? Um, yeah, we'll get into that in a minute. And then just one more thing that uh, is really concerning and is, is seemingly leading to a decrease in life expectancy. We talk about the opioid epidemic and all the fallout from it, but just the deaths itself, which we can quantify. In 2020, as best that we can tell, um, according to the CDC, there were 68,630 people who died of an overdose from an opioid. And this is called an epidemic. And it's in the news, it's a constant focus. Uh, arguments over how to deal with it and address it. You know, Planned Parenthood is killing six times that many babies a year. Um, and we're actually gonna fund it. Promote it. Promote it. Um, yeah, sobering numbers. But easier to wrap your mind around, you know, you go, you go to Arling National Cemetery, you see all those crosses, you think about all the COVID did to you, you think about everything we're doing for Ukraine. You think about all the stuff we do for climate change. It's like our our ads. The um, is it like the coins ad or whatever? What is that called? The BB's the BB ad. Yes. The BB ad, Grace, who's also here and just cringing at me sometimes. Oh, she's cringing that. hard. <laughs> I've been laughing over here. Um, but yeah, just. All these things that impact our lives and consume our lives in some ways, especially the COVID epidemic. And you know what? Planned Parenthood taking the lives of 300 plus thousand babies is just just another year in our American Republic. Yep. Well. No, no news article about it. Nothing. Pro-life I, stuff. Right. But right. no like no breaking. No regular news coverage. Planned Parenthood no, killed this many people. Yeah, no. If, if anything, their stuff is continually downplayed, which we'll get into in a second. Well, the Abortion. fact that they even report it and are like, here's our annual report, everyone. And are probably excited about it because they saw their numbers go up. Well, well yeah. Let's talk, sorry, go ahead. Was, they claim they have so many other services that they provide instead of or alongside abortions. Well, let's get into it. So I think the Planned Parenthood annual report Besides that number, when you just first start looking at it, as I was pointing out with Grace, like the cover looks like a Star Wars <laughs> poster. Uh, it's got, looks like, um, well, let's not go there. Uh, it's, <laughs> Grace is like, what are you doing? Um, it's it, very it, glossy. It, it's, it's got five people <clears throat> on it. It, it, it. It's glossy. They, you know, they got the big person who's the focus and all these other people. You know, it's interesting, their cover has gone through a lot of changes. And the whole annual report, just in how it presents itself, since when I started here back in 2008, 
you know, back in 2008, the report would have women all like women, 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 like everything. And it would say women, um, they really wanted to portray themselves as we're just like you uh, and we're for all women. And nowadays it's kind of more like, you know, we're specifically on this side of the aisle. Uh, they're really appealing to their core base rather than the whole general public, which I find interesting. And just the Star Wars cover thing, um, you know, we're kind of <laughs> laughing about it, but it, in their annual report, they used to have a page where they touted all the celebrities that loved them. They would go to their gala and it was on their celebrity advisory committee or whatever and they throw people out there and unfortunately as a pro-life person you're like oh who's on this oh alex trebek is on this oh mm -hmm. and you're just going through and you're like Ugh. um and they kind of got rid of that i don't know why but um well it's obvious they're trying to popularize it like this cover that we have right this year's very attractive very glossy very trying like a to make magazine it, cover right they're trying to appeal to right. as many people as they can it's better than their previous covers they've been getting kind of they're kind of weird for a couple of years there um but yeah in this new one the annual report uh when the word woman is totally gone from it except for a category well, they for have, client services they have men on their cover so Right, and that's part of their appeal now, but it's just, it's so jarring that 10 years ago, you know, you couldn't go through a sentence without hitting the word woman, now nothing. I know it's not really our issue, but I mean, they used to, we're the organization for women, and just their entire focus has changed. And you can see that in their numbers. So, as Grace mentioned, their services. So they inflate the number of services that they provide uh, in order to keep the number of abortions that they do at three or four percent. Um, and Could you explain that more sure. for people? So uh, if you come to Right to Life of Michigan and you stop in our education center and you check out a book and you buy a bumper sticker and you have a conversation about an important topic and we sign you up for our email list, all great things. Mm -hmm. um, it, we don't really keep track of stuff that way, but we would say, yeah, someone visited and we gave them resources. And that's like one thing. Right. If Planned Parenthood, the way they're tracking that, why we provided them four services. Because they got the book, they got the bumper sticker, they got education from us, and they got signed up for our advocacy. So uh, when you go to Planned Parenthood to get an abortion, you know, they count the pregnancy test as a service. The abortion is a service. They usually give them contraception on the way out. That's a service. They give An them ultrasound. any sort of counseling or education. That's a service. Um, I don't know if they uh, count ultrasounds. So uh, without going into great detail, over the years, as their abortions keep increasing and the rest of the stuff they do decreases, they've had to like invent services out of thin air to keep <laughs> the number right. Like, for example... Um, they used to count breast exams and pap smears and all that. And then one year the numbers got so bad they had to count, they had to add well woman exams in their services. Well, what is a well woman exam? It's a breast exam. It's like, it's like they're counting like just, oh, their overall experience now is a service uh -huh. and all the little things. Um, yeah, if you go to the dentist, you're going to the dentist once. You're not getting like 
eight services. They're going to be like, we handed out 400,000 toothbrushes and (laughs) and 450,000 boxes, little tiny boxes of floss. Uh, and the plastic baggie to carry it is a, is a <laughs> you know. So um, from, 19, uh, from 2019 to 2020, their services, the total amount went from 10.4 million, they count, down to 8.7 million. Um, and you look at the specific services, they provided 270,000 breast exams in 2019. That number's been decreasing over the years. Now it's down 174,000. The number of clients they give contraceptives to was 1.8 million, now it's 1.5 million. Um, STI tests, 5.4 million down to 4.4 million. Now those are services Planned Parenthood has always held out as like, this is what we do, Mm -hmm. Uh, but they are all in massive decline. And you think about, you know, what is it they do? What do they make money from? Um, You know, if I told you Planned Parenthood has lost all of these services and their clients uh, went down by a couple hundred thousand people, you'd think, man, they got to be in rough financial shape. They're doing better than ever. It's insane. Um, their total assets, Planned Parenthood, in one year, you look like you want to say something, Anna. Well, I was just going to say, normally when you hear about a store or a restaurant that's downsizing, it's because they're they have too much product and they're not doing that great and they need to reevaluate. So that's what you would assume with Planned Parenthood if they're downsizing, getting rid of resources and staff that do those resources. It's because they're struggling, right? Nope. They're not getting rid of stuff, Anna, because their assets increased from $2.34 billion to $2.54 billion. So they added $200 million of stuff in 2020. Their revenue actually increased 1.64 billion to 1.71 billion. Hmm. In a couple I years, what that was from. In a couple years, Planned Parenthood is going to make two billion dollars a year. Their tax funding went up, right? Now, tax funding isn't supposed to pay for abortions, right? It's supposed to pay for all these other services, quote unquote, they provide. Mm-hmm. All those other services had deep declines in 2020. Some of that is COVID, no doubt, but. That's the trend for years. Since 2008, they have been on a just straight decline in services. But their government funding went up from six, uh, $618 million to $633 million a year. And then their profits, they're a not, quote-unquote non-profit, but every year they make a massive uh, amount of profit. Their profits went up from $69.7 million to $133.7 million. So they lost 240,000 clients in one year, and their profit went up by $64 million. And it's not because people donate a lot of money to them. You well, know, they, they, just they made, say what they get donated, right? They do. And their donations didn't really increase. That's all made off of uh, other organizations giving them money and you, the taxpayer, giving them money and what they're charging people. Mm-hmm. And we're paying about a third of their entire $1.7 billion budget. Uh, just looking at the last 10 years, one more number before we kind of just discuss this a little more. And I give you a chance to talk because I'm just sitting here rattling off numbers in the last 10 years Planned Parenthood has lost 840,000 clients 
They've decreased the number of contraceptive clients they serve by 30%, but their revenue has increased 40%, their tax funding has increased 18%, and their abortions are up 17%. That's funny. The tax funding and the abortion numbers are the exact same increase, but the contraceptives, which they say they use spend all that money on, went down by 30%. I mean, what do you say about an organization that is bleeding clients left and right and is making money left and right? Probably they're not a nonprofit. Probably. <laughs> that should be revisited. That would be the first observation. <laughs> <laughs> is there another possible observation? They, they did have a massive increase in annual donations a couple of years ago, but that's not been driven that's not driving the money it's what they're making off of their clients from abortions because mm -hmm. all their other clients are going way down abortions they're charging a lot of money for you know it 400 500 bucks for a first trimester abortion and you multiply that by you know 380,460 not counting yeah. all of the other uh you know late-term abortions cost more yeah for me, it's kind of like, I don't want to call it a kickback scheme, but you think about it. They have allies in Congress. They vote them all this money, despite all the services they're paying for continually are declining. And look, it's not like they can't afford to do it themselves. Like they're making a, like a hundred million dollar profit. They don't need our tax dollars You can afford at all. to do this on your own. Right. Um, but Congress votes them money, okay? Mm -hmm. And then they... Well, that's because it makes them look good. I know. But then where does some of that money eventually find itself again down the road? Endorsements and campaign advertisements. Back, back in campaign contributions and support. Right. So it's kind of like some kickbacks because this money ain't going to increase contraceptives. Well, I don't I'll think that, that that's anything new that we didn't know. Maybe the general public doesn't think about that every day, but well, that's right. we, not a secret. Well, we know that. But right. yeah, the general public doesn't think about it. And if you engage people who support abortion on this, you know, they will still say, oh, Planned Parenthood doesn't really do that many abortions. They like, only do 3%. They haven't uploaded the new uh, talking points yet. Because Planned Parenthood, since the new president, um, uh, what is her name? Alexis McGill That's Johnson. an old talking yep. point, though. Yeah. What? That they don't do that many abortions. Right, yeah, it's an old talking point, and a lot of the public hasn't, like, re-uploaded the new talking points, which is abortion is great, and this is our Well, I don't know that the general and... public necessarily believes that. Right, because they, yeah. They, they would like to think of... that they don't do that many abortions. Yeah, so plan, yeah, well, Planned Parenthood will, like, retreat in a corner. Like, for their people, like, yeah, we do all these abortions. Look how important it is. And then you call them out on it, and then they retreat back to, oh, it's only, th now it's only 4% It's only a necessary service. evil. Right. Well, they won't even say that. They can't anymore. Right. But like, the general public still, I feel like, believes that. Like, they're okay with do. it because it's, it's a small amount, and it's a necessary evil. Right. Yeah, 383,000 dead people. It's just a tiny amount. Just three. It's just a few couple. It's just a couple thousand more than COVID. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know. And Kobe wasn't that big of a deal Just a anyway. couple more than we lost in World War Two. you know, in combat. You know, that whole Normandy thing is a little small deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, people, yeah, have trouble understanding it. And it's important for people to understand because we do, you know, Planned Parenthood, we spend so much money on them. You know, uh, $600 million is a lot of money. You can think of a lot of problems that people talk about, like, why can't the government fix that? And why can't they do this? Mm -hmm. And we can't, we can't spend this money on that. Um, but that's six. Why are we in so much debt? What? Right. (laughs) National debt really isn't our issue, Anna. Sweet. (laughs) Okay. No, I'm saying like, there's all that money out there. That we're paying. Right. It'll be interesting to see now that Roe versus Wade is overturned if there's going to be what kind of effect that'll have on Planned Parenthood. Because obviously some states, abortions are going to be harder to get or even illegal. Mm -hmm. Some of those women are going to travel for abortions. Some aren't. They're going to have a baby and that baby is going to have a life and that's great. There's a question of we've seen a lot of reports of Planned Parenthoods being closed in states that they... Mm -hmm can't do abortions anymore and it's the question of are they going to move their facility to a state that can or are they just going to close they have been opening some like i know in illinois right across from missouri they opened a big mega super abortion clinic and was it last week they had three people three ambulance Mm -hmm. trips for botched abortions i did see that yeah people don't see that though right and proposal, it's not the news. Yeah, Proposal 3 passes. Planned Parenthood won't even have to be inspected anymore in the state. Right. Now, they might So just, they'll flood here. They, well, they might do some stuff just because they know there's a big crosshair on them, but it's the smaller abortion facilities that know they can completely the get away ones. with it because no one knows who they are. Right. Um, yeah. Well... Are they are they the they have the Star Wars cover? Are they the Jedi of America, saving? I don't know. It's what? just three hundred eighty thousand younglings. If you're a Star Wars fan out there, you get the <laughs> reference. You know, maybe they think Anakin was right. <laughs> um, <laughs> anything else you want to add about talk about their numbers, their annual report? It's pretty, it gets emptier and emptier. It's a lot of big pictures and pull quotes and. It's a whole page of just a girl. Yep, just looking. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, That's it. Healthcare. Don't, well, don't, you know, don't miss this page. Health. They don't really have a lot to report on other than the number of abortions. Right. Yeah, yeah. Healthcare. Like, if you run a nonprofit that has like an entire page of your annual report, say, like healthcare so health large it makes your eyes data. bleed. You know why are you cutting all your healthcare? Mm. Right. Are, now, okay. One more question we'll end with: Do you think they are cutting services? Do you think women just don't want to go there for services? Do you think it's just a question of priorities? Why do you think it is? That- I think they're cutting services because they know they don't make a lot of money off of them. And they're they're trying to make profit. I don't think we really defined cutting. If they made these services up out of thin air, 
Are they really cutting them if they say they don't exist anymore? Maybe they're just not even doing them. Well, the, the, how they count them, they're definitely cutting. But, I mean, I, I, I'm not a big fan of Planned Parenthood, and I see their dishonesty a lot. But I guess I have no... I mean, I... I don't have a good question. I don't think I have... If, if they were going to lie about those kinds of numbers, they wouldn't make it so embarrassing to see, like, one year talk about how great breast exams are and then Cut do 100,000 less the next right. year. So, um, so you just think women aren't going? I don't know. I think I think it is a question of priorities. I know we talk about you know the abortion industry is motivated by money, and I know for a lot of the independent abortionists that's true, just mm-hmm. based on what they've said, what they do, and some abortionists who've left and become pro-life. But um, just how Planned Parenthood sees itself now, like it's not like trying to fit in it's very like we're activists these these are our people this is how we look this is how we act i mean i think they would cut all those services if they weren't known for them and their base didn't rely on them like i don't Hmm. like i don't know maybe it's just their base that goes to them for those services you mean worst case scenario like there's no abortion bans at all in the u.s they don't have any reason to provide anything except abortions i in think in that case you, i think they'd yeah. be perfectly happy with that yeah yeah and the way their activist bent is i think yeah we'll see time will tell we will. All right, that's all the time we have for this feature. Join us again next week for a regular episode, right? Yes. Right. Okay, have a wonderful weekend.